one. Welcome to another episode of Exploring Art Podcast, a Florida International University student podcast for the creative curious. I'm your host, Nicole Gonzalez, and I'm very pleased to have Andrew and Victoria here with us today. Welcome to the Exploring Art Podcast. Thank you, Nicole. I'm very happy to be here. Thanks so much, you guys, for joining us in this creative art session. All right, then. So we're gonna jump right into the case study. So we have Christo's Constructions. So the recent projects of the contemporary artist Christo, such as Run Fence, Valley Curtain, Saradin Islands, and Point Nueve, Wrapped, which consist of hundreds of thousands of yards of fabric or plastic draped or hung over natural features of the earth, have taken many years from conception to realization. To some extent, this is because of the projects are controversial and have required permission from various governments and private agencies for their construction. But Christo is fully aware that his projects will raise these issues and insists that, quote, the work of art is not merely the physical object finally attained, but the whole process, the surveys, the engineering, the leasing, the fabricating, the assembling, hearings and the rest of it end quote every complex work of art from Michelangelo's sculptures to steven spielberg's films requires a long process of planning and realization suppose michelangelo had said that his sculptures were not merely the physical object finally attained but the whole process of cutting the marble blocks at carrara shipping them to florence and settling the controversies over the final location of the statue or suppose that Spielberg insisted that even a delay in filming due to a severe storm or a strike by the electrical workers was part of the work of art, part of the film he was making. Are these three cases essentially similar? Or can a case be made that Christo's work, unlike traditional art or even contemporary art in established media, quote, ceases to be the mere physical construction on a natural site but a project with extended temporal boundaries, whereby the social context of its realization takes an aesthetic import, end quote. This is a really good topic, but uh, let's take a step back and explain who Christo is first. All right, then. Okay. Christo, whose given name, Christo Vladimirov Javachev, is an environmental sculptor who often displays fabrics reaching over several miles. Oh, really? That's crazy. What about one of his artworks? Can you tell us? Uh, yeah. Um, one of his most famous artworks, actually, was, uh, was named Running Fence. It took four years to complete, and it used steel poles and cables, and 21 million square feet of woven nylon and surprisingly it was taken down after only 14 days of being up wow wow very surprising 
Only two weeks, huh? His artwork actually spanned out across 24 and a half miles and uh, was in view of 40 miles of public roads. And it did not impede a single road for any car, civilian, or wildlife. Another artwork of his was on uh, September 22nd, 1985. Uh, a group of 300 professional workers completed the temporary work of the Pont Neuf Wrapped, which we mentioned before. Yeah. It took 14 days to complete, and they had deployed 450,000 square feet of woven fabric, which was a golden sandstone sort of color mm. covering the sides and vaults of the 12 arches of the bridge the sidewalks and curbs all the street lamps on both sides of the bridges and many other parts of the bridge without disturbing any incoming traffic on the actual bridge or in the water oh, wow. the fabric itself was restrained by eight miles of rope and secured by 12.1 tons of steel chains encircling the base of each tower, one meter underwater. And it stayed up until its removal shortly after on October 7th. Wow. That is some crazy stuff. That's actually very interesting. Um, how, how do you how do you feel about uh, Crystal Victoria? I personally feel like his artwork is extremely untraditional. Um, it's very precise to say the least, and much different than other artists, uh, such as Michelangelo, for example, who, as we all know, was an Italian sculptor. Um, his work is still on display even after centuries. So I think we all can agree that there is something unique about his artwork. And I definitely believe his style influenced so many other artists. Yeah, um, honestly, I would have to agree as well, because I guess you could say that, you know, as well, filmmaker and director Steven Spielberg is similar in the sense to Michelangelo, mm. because his movies are so also eternal, and they're also considered to be works of art in terms of filmmaking. But... I will say that I do see the similarities between Christo and Spielberg in that he also needs to get permission to film in various locations around the world from, you know, different governments and agencies. Like, for example, in the movie Transformers, Spielberg obviously needed grants and permission from the government to film near the ancient pyramids of Giza in Egypt. Right. Mm. And uh, that, that goes the same for Christo as well, I believe, right? Because his artworks go through uh, like so many different locations that right. you would obviously yeah. have to get those permits. Yeah. yeah, exactly. They were both very precise. It's crazy. Yeah. But now that we established that, let's get back to what the case study was referring to and answer the question. So are these three cases essentially similar? Because like the case study mentioned, a case could be argued that Christo's work despite not it being considered traditional or even contemporary art to that of Michelangelo Spielberg, 
that it rather goes past the barriers of the physical realm and instead has its own aesthetic meaning outside of societal context. What do you think, Andrew? I don't know. Well, well, to be honest, I don't think they're similar, Nicole. I, I actually think the case can be made for Christo's work. You see, Michelangelo and Spielberg's works are long-lasting after its creating process. Christo's work is temporary, which would make that entire process that more valuable. For example, his artwork surrounding islands took two whole weeks to make, which surrounded several islands in Miami's Biscayne Bay, but was taken down after only another two weeks. He believed that the work of art is not just the physical object or end product, but the fabricating and assembling of it as well. Do you actually... Oh question do you believe that that's the reason why we see this repeated theme in a lot of Christo's work that his artwork has um a short period of time of like you know being on exhibit let's say because I honestly find it very surprising the fact that he has these installations installed and yet they get taken away immediately after Oh, that's a very good point now that you brought that up. That definitely I agree with you. Mm -hmm. But um it's I believe that uh he really does like enjoy that process of creating his artwork and believes for it to be considered art as well. But I also right. understand that since his artworks span across such large ranges, that after a while it has to be taken down because it blocks so much area if you understand what i mean yeah i kind of i kind of get that what what do you think victoria absolutely well honestly i i really agree with andrew's perspective to be honest i believe that uh crystal's work being temporary makes it way more valuable and unique um to anybody that comes across it really I, I, you know, also believe that his work is way different from other cases. And I believe that's one of the most admirable things about his artwork. And that definitely sets him aside. You know, it's, it's kind of beyond a basic skill level. His work has kind of like a finesse to it. Like this talent, this is a talent. This isn't something that, you know, he could be taught. He definitely took his time when creating his artwork, which of course makes it way more valuable. Yeah, ultimately, like, you can tell that compared to other artists, he really tries to understand what the whole process and the art itself, you know, is considered art in that sense. Because referring back to where the case study where he stated that he cherished the process itself, like, he cherished that process itself when making that final piece like everything to him from start to finish he considered the art everything and it shows it really does show throughout his work it really does show yeah so then you know whereas with the others like michael angelo and you know steven spielberg 
you could probably argue that they probably don't view it that way because they know that their their pieces are going to be eternal and long lasting. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right? So Absolutely. Mm-hmm. There's also the advantage to Christo's perspective that in viewing the process itself as art, because he's refraining from drawing that boundary you know, around these certain exclusive objects, you know, like be it paintings, sculptures, or, you know, various forms and medias of art, you know, that are, you know, deemed worthy of the label of art, you know, he's therefore expanding on what the definition of, you know, which art truly is, or at least what art truly is to him. Yeah. Yeah, this is something I feel like he definitely... It was he's self-made. This is something he definitely taught himself as he worked. And, you know, I'm sure he was influenced by other artists, you know, but he, his work is just, it has some, it has a finesse to it. There's just something specific that stands out in his works. Very, very admirable. Yeah. It's something that you don't really see coming from other artists, at least from other artists during his time period, which was, you know, around from the sixties to seventies and then onward. But I don't know. What do you think, Andrew? Uh, I agree with you guys. But um, going back on what you said earlier about Mm -hmm. how uh, the other pieces of art from uh, Michelangelo and Steven Spielberg are Mm -hmm. eternal and Mm long-lasting, I I had a question I was wondering about. Um, Yeah. Mm Do you think that there's there's a similarity between someone taking a picture of Crystal's art and the... uh, the movie that Steven Spielberg makes, how they're both just captured in like photography and filmmaking. Yeah. Do you think that that, that would make his art eternal or there's a distinct difference um, there? Well, I don't know, Victoria, would you want to go first or would you want me to say my piece? I'll say, I'll say that both definitely do have an influence on what makes his artwork eternal. I think both of them, uh, play a big role in that but um Nicole you take it away yeah I was just I was gonna mention that I feel Mm -hmm. like you know because in comparison to like Christo and Mm -hmm. Spielberg um Spielberg makes films he makes moving pictures you know that's something Mm -hmm. that a person can experience a million times over and they can you know relive that experience in that moment you know, whereas with, you know, a photo, you just have a still life. And, you know, sometimes it might be hard for that person to, you know, truly envision themselves there in that space. I see. So so you mean to say that it, even though the film can be watched many times and the picture is a still, you can't captivate, like, the emotions from that real, like, from when Christo's works were actually there, like, like the how the wind flowing against the fabric so you can't actually visualize yeah like it's wow. actual yeah i mean i think for some people it may be harder because i feel like there's definitely others that are more um you know intuitive in that sense with like their emotions and they're able to you know place themselves in that moment you know, where, you know, that picture, for example, was taken. And I feel like for others, it's harder 
right? Mm -hmm. I feel like that's why sometimes people, you know, they have a taste for like, oh, like I don't like museums or, you know, yeah. paintings are boring. But... Yeah, yeah, totally. But, you know, I feel like it all just depends on the person as well, you know, and truly how that person hones into it. Because, you know, from the Prodingir Plato of ancient Greece, you know, he was the first to establish these theories of, you know, what the true essence of art was. Mm -hmm. And then from then on, you know, centuries later, you have the idealists and materialists and so many other various people mm. who created their own definitions, you know, to their own satisfaction, of course, because yeah. they themselves, you know, as individuals, we all have our own opinions and we have our own thoughts as well. But from Crystal's perspective, mm -hmm. in this case, where, you know, he views it as Art is the value and effort where one puts behind it. And, you know, it's also the artistic elements and the principles of design that the individual can personally relate to. And I feel like that's really what Christo is trying to, you know, mark on and what really differentiates him in this, mm -hmm. you know, three cases, what really sets him apart from Michelangelo and from Steven Spielberg. Yeah. Yeah. And I also noticed, um, you know, throughout getting more information about him that the some of the items that he used, some of his body of work was created using like um, what we would consider cheap materials, you know, fabric, tape, mm -hmm. plastic. And I think most and people, rope, most for example, what, what would you say, Andrew? Oh, I was saying you were saying about the uh, cheap materials and yeah. I was gonna mention like rope as well oh yeah That's how he eight miles of rope yeah in uh, one of his works yeah that to me is mind-boggling I think some people have the the perception of art where you have to spend a lot of money and invest and etc you know but he he really used what was given to him stuff that was cheap like the rope perfect example or or fabric you know and, and he made them last he definitely left his mark on art it's very admirable indeed yeah mm -hmm. he did honestly i guess you could say that he did make his mark <laughs> literally <laughs> in, in his own way but Absolutely. i don't know andrew would you like to add anything else to um yeah actually um another thing i wanted to mm -hmm. uh add was i want to ask if you guys agree with me that that cristo's art mm -hmm. being temporary makes it more unique and special because when someone gets the opportunity to see that artwork in that short period of time that it's out it gives them a unique experience that almost no other person would ever like get to have oh yeah do you guys agree with me on that or yeah i do mm -hmm. although his artworks or his installations as you mm -hmm. can say are temporary you could still argue that to witness it is probably something short of like a miracle because they're only there for such a temporary time, you know? Yeah. But to actually be there in the moment, I feel like, you know, it's probably something out of this world because okay. I can imagine, you know, with the, with the running fences, like you have one side of the fence all the way in the Pacific Ocean and that then stretches. Sense 
honestly, stretching across miles and miles of Californian like land, like it's honestly insane. Yeah, yeah, it it really shows you just how big the world is, you know. But his mind is just that big, you know. Not to sound cliche or anything, but he really worked with what he had, you guys. (laughs) No, you're right. And also like um, the surrounding islands, which is actually like in our hometown of Miami, Florida. Mm-hmm. I think that would have been an incredible experience to see yeah. all those islands like surrounded with that that pink fabric that gives it that like mesmerizing like look. Yeah, I feel like awesome. it would have been, would have been amazing. Funny would have been pretty funny to just you know on the way to miami beach just seeing these pink fabrics right, <laughs> right just flowing in the wind <laughs> yeah just flowing in the wind i feel like that would have been very impactful on me yeah he's i'm sure he's heavily influenced um many up-and-coming artists in today's time you know with his artwork i'm more than positive he's still being talked about you know yeah and well on that note I want to thank you guys for joining mm-hmm. me today so much, Andrew and Victoria. I truly mm-hmm. do appreciate it. And this concludes our Exploring Art podcast. Please subscribe to Exploring Art podcast on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, or wherever you get your podcasts. Mm-hmm. Thank you for listening. Please join us soon. And remember to stay curious. All right. <laughs>